0: I'm diagnosing what's the problem. Is the problem a past life block? Hey, did you inherit trauma through your DNA? Whatever it is, we look at what's going on that's causing these problems in your life and blocking you at your financial success, your job success, your relationships, your health. All these people are walking around with all these blocks in their life and they're scratching their head going, I don't know why I'm so blocked. Why can't I manifest? Damn it. I'm trying to have Mm -hmm. clients who tell me I've taken every manifesting course that you know of and none of them work for me. And I just start chuckling and they're like, what's so funny? And I'm like, because you needed to clear your shit and face your shit and clear it before you did the manifesting.
1: Have you ever thought about the 98% of your DNA that modern science deems as junk? What if all of it was activated? Learn how to do just that as we discuss moving from carbon to crystalline-based bodies, why most people can't manifest what they want, relieving ascension symptoms, and who Yeshua Ben Yosef is. Before we dive in though, please invite everyone you think would benefit from listening to this episode and rate this show on apple or spotify or like share and subscribe on youtube so more people can see it this show is a labor of love join the fishy movement with a one-off donation or become a member for as low as five dollars a month and receive exclusive gear be featured on the show win free art, submit questions for guests, and more. Check out the options on the site or go directly to faceyourshouldhealyourself.captivate.fm slash support. So who am I and why did I decide to create this show? Well, after unraveling all the medical lies I had been told about my endometriosis, I educated myself and I was able to heal myself after 17 years of debilitating pain. On this show, whether it's endo or any other condition deemed as chronic, we expose the lesser known solutions that can heal your mind, body, and spirit. My experience inspired me to actually live my art. So I created an ongoing art series about it called Every Phase, where I powerfully illustrate how I healed myself as I live by the phases of the female cycle and fradian rhythm clock. The artwork shows what's happening in the brain and the body during each phase and reveals how to biohack and leverage this energy in your life. This month, we're in the ovulatory phase, and the featured piece is about taking responsibility for who you are, daring to question the systems around you, as well as your own routines and patterns. Watch for its release on the last Friday of this month and be the first to see it by subscribing on my website, MeredithOchoa.com. And while you're there, check out my new $50 limited edition bite-size acrylic art block pieces. Just bit it, if you're watching on YouTube. These capture all of the images from the Every Phase series and I really created them so you can collect the entire series without it taking over your entire house. Super fun and super affordable, still limited edition. Even though I was lied to for years by doctors promoting big pharma, I was able to find experts who helped me achieve the impossible. This show introduces them to you. Today we are chatting with best-selling author and spiritual healing expert, Kimberly Paul. Kimberly is the author of the best-selling books, Ascension 101, A Roadmap for Your Soul, and The Real Fountain of Youth, an introduction to the P-E-A-C-E Peace Stress Management System. She is a spiritual teacher and advisor for seekers of the truth on their journey. Kimberly uses her special gifts, including clairvoyance, intuition, energy healing, and other gifts to help people on their journey. She is also a certified meditation and mindfulness instructor and certified Reiki practitioner. Kimberly offers private sessions to people all over the world and she teaches classes and workshops on different spiritual and energy healing topics, as well as offering weekly spiritual support groups. Kimberly gives out tons of free teaching and information coupled with interviews with psychics, shamans, and energy healing experts through her YouTube channel, Spiritual Growth Journeys. Kimberly Palm. How the hell are you? (laughs) I'm awesome. How
0: are you, Meredith? Besides looking absolutely stunning, gorgeous as usual.
1: Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm good. I'm really good. I know you and I were just chatting about, you know, some of the frustrations we'll dive into a little later. But before we dive into that, I am curious, what did you have for breakfast this morning, if you can remember?
0: Oh, actually, I do remember I had a Bob's Red Mill organic, non-GMO, what do they call gluten-free oat yeah. and peanut butter bar. They're really good. It's peanut butter yeah. and oats and it's gluten-free because I can't do gluten, non-GMO, yeah. organic and all the night. yeah. And it's got lots of protein. And I had a collagen pr- protein shake with that, so... so i get lots of nice hair and nails and
1: nails (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah (laughs) gotta get the nails gotta have the nails (laughs) i love that yeah collagen has been coming up a lot lately and bobs red milk sometimes i get the bobs i've gotten some where it's like just fucking cardboard but i'm glad that 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 it seems like these bars i have to check them out have some flavor
0: yeah, it's peanut butter, honey and oats is this particular one. I've actually tried some of Bob's Red Mill bars that were like eating cardboard. They were horrible. This yeah. particular mm-hmm. bar is really moist. And I think it's because it's mostly peanut butter and honey and then it has some oats. It's really like peanut butter, honey with some oats in it. You know what I mean? It's so it's more moist. I don't like these really hard yeah. bars that are taste like they're like a leather shoe or they taste like uh, cardboard. Yeah, I don't like that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it makes it hard to pallet and makes it a little hard to continue on doing what's good for us. (laughs) It's already hard enough. Yep. So speaking of leather shoes and things that are really fucking hard, spirituality. (laughs) (laughs) Especially right now in this age. Oh my gosh. It's the age of lies. Could you fill everyone in a little bit on just your work, how you came to face your own shit. I'd love for you to share (laughs) some of your wisdom with the listeners.
0: So my, my story actually goes back to being born in a family of women who going back, all the females on my mother's side were psychic and clairvoyant and all that kind of stuff. So I was born with a lot of gifts, a lot of interesting gifts. And when I was 12, People just started gravitating, actually my whole life going all the way back to when I was like three, four or five years old, people just gravitated me to me and I would take them under my wing and help them and assist them and guide them. I was already counseling people like when I was a little kid, I was counseling other kids and I was helping them because I had this wisdom that I brought in with me into this lifetime, you know, as a master teacher, because that's when I'm here to be a master teacher. And so I was already doing that. And then when I was 12, 13, I started really researching metaphysics. Spirituality. I was collecting, I started collecting crystals and rocks when I was like two or three because of my Atlantean past lives and my Lemurian lives. Because if you're in Atlantis and you're obsessed with crystals, everybody who's obsessed with crystals was in Atlantis. And that's because everything in Atlantis was run off of crystals. That was what we powered everything with. They, They were everywhere and big, giant crystal towers and all that. And so, starting when I was like 12, 13, I started researching. Esoterics and world religions and spirituality and metaphysics, really into metaphysics. I'm basically, I consider myself a metaphysician because I've been studying metaphysics for 40 something years. I know a lot about metaphysics, Mm -hmm. alchemy, all that kind of stuff, transmutation, transfiguration, all that fun stuff. I'm also a certified meditation and mindfulness teacher and an energy healer. But what happened as far as my shit goes is when I was 19 years old, I was misdiagnosed by. One of those good old Rockefeller allopathic physicians, and they (laughs) misdiagnosed me and then they handed me a drug, which is what they do. And my Mm -hmm. psychic self said, No, 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 no. She's full of shit. I don't have what she's saying. I went to my mother, who was a nurse who worked at the hospital, told my mom what this lady said I had. And my mom's like, My daughter doesn't have such a thing. You're going to go to my doctor. So I went to her doctor, and her doctor said to me, Not only do you not have what she said, but But if you would have taken that, those drugs she gave you, it could have killed you. (laughs) Yeah. And so that was my wake up to the Rockefeller medical industry, because up until that point, I didn't know about the Rockefeller medical industry until then. And I had this uh aha moment of, oh, my God, there are freaking psychopaths and they don't really heal anyone. They misdiagnose. And then every year after that, I would come down with one health problem after another. I'd go from doctor to doctor to doctor, and they either shake their head and go, I don't know what's wrong with you. And then I'd have to diagnose myself and treat myself and heal myself over and over and over again. The good news about that is I've spent my whole life studying vitamins, nutrients, diet, exercise, alternative therapies, everything from Reiki and acupuncture to Ayurvedic medicine, I've studied Chinese medicine and Native American medicine, South American medicine. I've studied all these different types of healing modalities and I've been able to counsel. I had a business where I was doing business coaching with naturopaths and chiropractors and all the holistic people for a while. And they called me a walking encyclopedia of natural medicine because I had to study all these things to heal myself over and over again because the, even the natural medicine doctors sometimes would shake their head and go, I don't know what's wrong with you. And it just the whole medical industry is just like worthless to me. So yeah. I've had to become my own healer. And as far as facing my shit, that's been it. I mean, I have had one health issue after another my whole life. I also have had to face all my shit of my trauma. I had mm-hmm. a mother who traumatized me horribly. My mother was really abusive to me growing up. She was not happy to have given birth to me. She was jealous of me from the minute I was born, didn't like me, Didn't wasn't happy giving birth to me. It treated me horrible until she passed away. She was not nice to me. I loved her very much because she was my mother, but I had to heal all that trauma. I also had a lot of trauma as a child. I was molested by a um, uh, uh, person who married into our family and all kinds Mm -hmm. of stuff. I also had guys try to date rape me. I mean, I've had all kinds of traumas over the years that I've had to heal all the, what we call your shadow side and your go through Mm -hmm. the dark night of soul. I've gone through many dark nights of the soul that I've had to heal over and over. I had to heal all my past life crap, which I've done and I'm done with. I don't have any more to do. I finally got the last pick. So think of your, all your past life crap as a big puzzle Very Mm -hmm. last piece of that puzzle I recently did with a couple healers and they got me through that. So I'm done now with all that past life stuff, but I'm all about facing my shit and fixing it. That's who I am. I'm always, and I teach my clients how to do the same. Every day people are coming to me with relationship problems and health problems and life problems and spiritual problems. And then we diagnose, well, what's going on? Sorry, I've got like a cat hair here floating around my, send my my micro. The cat, the cat has her hair everywhere right now. Love it. And so the thing is that I am kind of like a doctor in a way because I go in and I I diagnose people's issues. Yeah. So I'm like a spiritual doctor, I guess you can say, because I'm diagnosing what's the problem is the problem a past life block is the problem. A current life wrong belief system that went in from from since you were born. Is it inherited through your DNA? Did you inherit trauma through your DNA? Whatever it is, we look at what's going on that's causing these problems in your life and blocking you at your financial success, your job success, your relationships, your health. All these people are walking around with all these blocks in their life and they're scratching their head going, I don't know why I'm so blocked. Why can't I manifest? Damn it. I'm trying to have mm-hmm. clients who tell me, I've taken every manifesting course that you know of and none of them work for me. And I just start chuckling and they're like, what's so funny? And I'm like, because you needed to clear your shit and face your shit and clear it before you did the manifesting. I mean, I teach manifesting, yeah. but I also go in and diagnose what kind of shit do we need to clear out? And then once we clear that, then we do the hardcore manifesting. We don't just go here, go manifest a million dollars. Think going to happen because. If you have a wrong belief system in your family that you have to work hard to make money your whole life or you have to be a slave to the system or that, oh, Mm -hmm. you'll never make any money because you're a woman. Like I've had women come to me who aren't successful in their business because their father pounded it into their head that, oh, you're a woman. You'll never make it. You know, you'll never, you know, those kind of things (laughs) are going to block you and they stay in your DNA. They lodge themselves in your DNA and they stay there until you clear them. So in your mitochondria and every cell in your body, that's what epigenetics is all about. You can read up on Dr. Bruce Lipton, biology, of belief, all his stuff, but all these wrong beliefs, yeah. they go into the body and they stay there and the spirit and the energy body and they stay there and they block all your chakras and all that kind of thing. So for me, I've been on a long journey to heal myself, to heal my traumas. And, I, and it's all part of the ascension because in order to actually move into what we call fifth density, you have to have all your stuff cleared, all of it. Mm-hmm. So you And people think, oh, I'm just going to get a free pass and I'm going to get to skip over 4D and go from 3D to 5. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. As we're ascending, you have to do the work. And if you haven't completed your work, You will go to 4D, and then you will complete your work before you go to 5D. You have to complete your work to go to 5D because 5D is the mass kind of like master status. It's up there, so you have to be a clear and perfect channel, a clear and perfect being, a clear energy body. You have to have everything Mm -hmm. cleared, so you have to be working on your stuff. You got to do it.
1: You have to. Absolutely, there's so much you said there that I'm just like, hell oh, yeah! I'm so glad someone's talking yeah. about this, especially using manifestation as a means of bypassing mm-hmm. issue is such a trend, and it always had. And that not just the practice of manifestation, but really spirituality, kind of the new age spirituality in general, as a means of bypassing what's really there for mm-hmm. people. So I'm so glad that you brought that up as like. Yeah, well, before we even get started on any of this magical stuff, we're going to need to look at yourself and look at your shadow and it's all things yeah. that are ultimately benefiting you, that are really messages for you that are parts yeah. like loving you, screaming out for help. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that. As you work with people and clients and groups of people, What do you wish that people understood more about that distinction between spirituality and religion? Okay, so
0: first of all, the differential between spirituality and religion, I actually did a video on that. It's on my YouTube channel. I made a whole video. I do free teaching on my YouTube channel. It's my service to humanity. I have hundreds of things on there. Every video that that I put up on my YouTube channel is either healing people or helping people somehow, teaching them. But I do have one explaining spirituality and religion. So in a nutshell, religion is dogma and doctrine. It was created by men to control human beings. When, you have, when you're on, in Pleiades or you're on a spaceship or you're one of the beings that live in Sirius B, or they don't have religion out in space. Religion is only created by men on planet Earth because it was created by the dark controllers, otherwise known as the Draco reptilian. And they created religion specifically to enslave people into the matrix and to mind control them and program their brain and all of that. And it's all about dogma and doctrine. And in my newest book I wrote, Walking with Yeshua and Mary Magdalene, I reveal all kinds of stuff the churches don't want you to know, especially the fact that the original Bible was four feet tall, had 777 books in it. And then the Vatican Council, the Nicene Council, headed by Emperor Constantine, who was the first Antichrist, by the way. They basically removed 700 of the books, destroyed them, burned them, whatever. And one of those books was written by Yeshua himself. He authored his own book and they got rid of it so nobody can ever see it. And why? Because they were teaching stuff they don't want us to know. And they also talked about Lemuria and Atlantis and extraterrestrials and everything in those books. All those books were full of all that information. And so they got rid of them. And so what did they do? They took what was remaining and they rewrote it all and they added in Gematria and predictive programming, mind control, crap, word spells, because spelling is a spell. They changed all the language to cast spells on us, make you create your own misery, all that kind of stuff. And so that is what religion is all about. It's all lies. It's really all lies and it's all dogma and doctrine and all that. What is spirituality? Well, spirituality is what's practiced all over the universe and by every being out in space following the laws of one, you know, following the do not not to harm other people, do unto others as they do unto you. All the teachings of Yeshua, of Yeshua the Christ, which they called Jesus, which Je- by the way, Jesus equals Lucifer in Gematria. If you go to gematrix.org j- put in the word Jesus, look at the numbers, put in the word Lucifer, you'll see that they tricked humanity into worshiping Lucifer. Because his name was never Jesus. It was Yeshua ben Yosef. There was no letter J in Hebrew to this day. No letter J in Aramaic to this day. And people weren't even called Jews until the 1800s. There was no term Jews until the 1800s. So they were called the Hebrews or the Israelites. They were never called Jews. Okay. So the thing is that Yeshua, also Buddha, and also Saint Germain and Babaji, And a whole bunch of Ascended Masters, El Moria, Serapis Bay, there's just a whole laundry list of all of these Ascended Masters that came to earth over the last thousands of years. They were all teaching the same thing. What is that? Love, kindness, compassion, forgiveness, respect for one another, treating people the way you want to be treated, and having a personal relationship with God. To sum up spirituality in one sentence spirituality is your personal relationship with the creator, your personal relationship with the universe, your personal relationship with your own higher self and your own inner guidance, your relationship with your guides and your angels and your team, your spirit team, and your relationship with your body, mind, and spirit and that connection. And that is what spirituality is. And it's all the practices that you do every day that help you to strengthen those relationships. Oh, and also the earth, because we have a relationship Mm. to Mother Gaia, too. So, for example, Wiccans, who practice a lot of the earth, mad earth stuff, and the Native Americans, their religions have a lot to do. Wicca and Native American is all about the Mother Nature and protecting the forests and protecting the lands. and being close to the animals and the trees and all that kind of thing. So that's also spirituality as well. So it can be your relationship to nature, your relationship to the source creator that made us, your relationship to your higher, your own Holy Spirit that's in your body. And that's basically it. And all the practices that you do and that you set up daily, whether it's meditating or praying at an altar, because prayer is, I say prayer is my superpower, but that's all part of spirituality. That's what that is, and they will never teach you any of those things in religion. I was a diehard Christian, actually a Catholic. As a Catholic, from then I became a born again Christian, and no matter what church I went to, they were just preaching the same baloney. And they were never ever really teaching you how to have a relationship with God. They never. They said they they talked about having a relationship with God, but they never ever taught step by step. Here's how you go about doing it. They never ever did that. Right. And, right. and so, the, and that's the main thing that I'm here to teach people is how to have those personal relationships with their higher self and God and their angels and teaching
1: people how to be their own guru. That is what I do. That's what I focus on. Absolutely. You do. I like to think of it as spirituality going within religion, going out. There's always yeah. a middleman between Expecting you somebody
0: save you because mm-hmm. nobody's going to come right. save you. You have to save yourself. And that's a religion thing is. Somebody's coming to save you. They've pounded that into somebody and everybody's head. Nobody's coming to save us. Humanity has to rise up and come together as brothers and sisters of the prime creator. We're all children of prime creator and we need to come together as brothers and sisters and we need to save our planet. Nobody's going to just show up on a white horse with their sword going, I'm here to
1: save you. You know, it's just not going to happen. (laughs) Uh, And I mean also it's part of the beauty it's a it's all the journey all of it mm-hmm. it it's and same thing with healing, like how you were saying before it's a journey it's not a destination because there's always new layers of the onion that you couldn't even conceive of until you healed, got to a certain level of healing, then you're like, holy shit, I didn't even know that was on the menu that I could feel that good then you go to the next level, so it's not even like this destination of like i'm done it's never it's infinite it's just these cycles and constantly everything coming out in the wash you definitely are helping humanity in that way and talking about these things that really aren't talked about enough which brings me to your extraordinary books if you could have everyone begin with one which i know is so hard but let's just see it's not that hard start... at all, actually okay well so one to kickstart healing themselves for people which one would it be
0: Well, honestly, the book, the first book everybody needs to read is my Ascension 101, A Roadmap for Your Soul book, because that is the book that helps everybody to ascend because it goes over what God really is, first of all. And and the info, 70% of that book was channeled from source and from Yeshua. Okay, the information came from them, from Yeshua and source. He's the one who told me to write the book. I never wanted to write that book. He popped into my house and (laughs) said, you're going to write this book. And I'm like, no, I can't. My husband will divorce me. Because I had a a deal with my husband. I wasn't going to write any more books because the last time I wrote a book, it almost broke up our family because it took me five years. And the last year of it, I was putting hundreds of hours of time into that book. And my family never saw my face. And they were all angry at me. And they were like, you're never doing a book ever again, mom. You know, I mean. And so I told him, no, 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 I can't do it. And he's like, you don't understand. He said, this time I'm going to give you all the information you just need to write. And it's going to go really fast and everything's going to be great. And I was like, okay. so it covers like Dark Night of the Soul, your what do you call your shadow self, how to heal, all, you know, talk about that, how to have happiness the rest of your life. There's a whole chapter on how to be happy your whole life. There's a whole chapter on what is reincarnation. There's chapters on how to raise your vibrational frequency and how to protect your body, mind, and spirit from getting attacked by whether it's the archons or the AI or the negative energy vampire people. How to protect yourself, how to to prevent having your energy lowered and how to raise your vibration. That's real important. I've got chapters in there on, of course, all about what the Ascension really is, the whole history of why are we going through this Ascension in the first place, the whole gla- I don't have the galactic history, like I don't go into the fact that humans originally came from Lyra. and. And the bad AI dudes and the Draco went to Lyra and murdered everybody and blew up the planets. And mm. I don't go into all of that. But I do go into the history on planet Earth from the minute that they, the bad guys came here and locked it down and locked it all down. Mm-hmm. I go into that history. That's really awesome. important. Really important. Super important. Yeah. 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 And then there's a lot more other chapters in there as well. I just kind of co- went over some of the major chapters, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff in that book. I yeah. talk about demonic entities. Oh, I talk about the different types of the hierarchy from God mm-hmm. on down to mortal, what we call mortal souls, you know, how, how beings were created, the hierarchy like the archangels and the angels and all of the different layers of angels and the ascended masters. I go into a lot of It's a lot of esoteric information that people who are just coming out of Christianity, Judaism or Islam or whatever. I mean, I have ex-Islamic clients. I have ex-Jewish clients. I have ex-Christian clients. I have clients from all religions that are like leaving those religions and coming to me for help now. And and this book really gets them going in the right direction. So, yeah,
1: for sure. And it's a delicate process, too. Yeah. I would say, especially when your identity is wrapped up. All your power is really wrapped up in these doctrines that are completely outside of you and really not in your best interest at all. Yep. So what are some simple practices people can start today, which speaking of, to begin activating their DNA? And some may even ask, why? Why activate my dormant DNA at all? Oh, my God. Well, that's a
0: huge thing. (laughs) So let's talk about this, actually. Oh, you have a kitty behind you. So cute. She loves um, joining
1: in. She's her climbing all
0: over the place. <laughs> but yeah. OK, so here's the thing with the DNA. Before Atlantis, the beings who were on this planet, some were human, some were E.T., they had DNA that was activated at 12 strands, 24 strands, 48 strands and even higher. OK, even 68, whatever, really high, right? Lucifer and the Draco and all those guys came here, locked the planet down. They took the humans that were here. They edited their, they killed as many people as they could on the planet. They wiped it off. Some people left in ships and they got out of here and they went back to Pleiades or wherever they came from. But a lot of people went down and a lot of people went into center earth, which is called Agartha, the middle of the earth. There's a lot of people living in cities down there. They still are to this day. And there's all kinds of proof of that, by the way, there's actually they found the bodies of these guys that explored the Middle Earth and they had a photo album on their chest, the one guy. And they have a video showing all the photos of what Inner Earth looks like and all the different creatures and beings that live in there that look like ETs. And I mean, there's all robotic things and all kinds of stuff in there i mean it's just crazy yeah it's all black and white and everything and you can see the tartarian looking buildings it all looks like tartaria i mean it's really cool down there
1: tartaria we could have a whole episode on tartaria
0: i know (laughs) i don't know much about (laughs) it though so i wouldn't be able to talk about it heard of it but i mean i know what the buildings look like but i don't know like info on it or anything but the thing is that they came to Earth, there's a guy named Enki and his brother Enlil, and they're Anunnaki, and their ba- they were bad ETs, very bad. They wanted to ensla- They wanted to create a slave race that would mine all the gold and silver and diamonds and stuff on the planet. So they took the humans that were left here that were still alive, and they edited their DNA down to two strands. They turned them from crystalline beings into carbon-based. What does that do? Well, it blocks your pineal gland and your abilities to be psychic and to have experiences, number one. Number two, it makes you get sick and die when you're like 10 or 12 or 20 or 30. You don't live to be 100 years old anymore. Okay. So before that, like during Noah's time and before, people would live to be 1,000 years old on this planet. Okay. they would leave and there was no death. You didn't have a funeral where people buried you. You walked out of your body and you just went to your next job, (laughs) your next whatever learning experience, because Earth is a classroom. Earth is a classroom that you incarnate on to have learning experiences. So what happened is they took humans and they edited them down and turned them into a slave race, Okay, because this is what they do. They go from galaxy to galaxy. They enslave the people, they strip mine, all the resources off the planet, and then their final hurrah is they blow the planet up. They've been trying to nuke us now for, apparently, there's been literally thousands of attempts by them to nuke the planet, but they keep getting stopped each time by the ETs that are watching over us. They put an Mm -hmm. end to it because they've tried to actually blow the planet already over and over again. They've tried. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be the sixth mass extinction or whatever event or whatever you call it. So that is why we are two strand is because they edit us down. As we are ascending now, and this started in December, 2011, our our DNA started getting activated by the sun. It's being activated by the sun and each of the strands are being activated. So I am at 11 right now. And we are turning crystalline. We're going from carbon to crystalline. So that is why you have what are called ascension symptoms like headaches and dizziness and nausea. And I mean, I have pages and pages of ascension symptoms in my book, Ascension 101. I talk about all the symptoms. I talk about how to know you're actually having them versus you're sick and you need to go to the doctor. Cause sometimes <laughs> you're having these symptoms and you need to go to the doctor. But, some, mm-hmm. but then the, when the doctor runs every test in the book on you and they go, I don't know, if, I'll give you an example. I'm a good example of this. I have hot flashes and sweating every 20 minutes and it's worse wow. at night. It's worse at night, okay? Yeah. Because my back is laying on the bed and if I have anything touching my body, it sets a off. I went wow. to three different doctors who tested my hormones and all shook their head and said, there's no reason for you to be having hot flashes. Your hormones are perfect. What does Mm -hmm. that mean? That means I'm having ascension symptoms because what Yeshua told me is he told me you are like sand. He said, Kimberly, you are like sand being turned into glass. He said, we have to heat you up and cool you down in order to turn you into crystalline. Yes, that is why Mm -hmm. we get hot and we cool down. And I have clients coming to me, Meredith, that are 20 years old, having hot flashes all day. I have 70 Mm -hmm. and 80 year old clients having hot flashes all day. I have male clients. Having hot mm-hmm. flashes all day. My own son is yeah. hot all the time. The reason why is because they're not menopausal, obviously. They're, some of them aren't even female. It's because mm-hmm. their body is shifting from carbon to. So, what does that mean for humanity? Well, when we're 12 strand again and we're crystalline, guess what? People, no death, no illness, no co- co- Can I say the word or not? Can I say <laughs> the C word?
1: It's a virus.
0: <laughs> yeah, the thing. You don't get any viruses. You don't get any viruses when you're 12 strands and higher DNA. You don't get cancers. You don't get viruses. You don't get diseases. You don't get strep and meningitis and pneumonias and, and Parkinson's disease and multiple sclerosis and you know, yeah. Lou Gehrig's and I mean, and all the autoimmune disorder. You don't get any of those. You don't get them. Why? because we weren't ever supposed to get them. This was all created by these guys so that they could have the slave race that had shortened lifespan so that they can control and manipulate us. They keep us weak because we're weak when we're sickly little puppets, when we're sick little puppets and we get sick and die and we slowly are dying. Like my son, he was kind of negative when it comes to this stuff. He goes, mom, he goes, we're literally dying every day starting. He said, we're basically growing until we're like, 22 or whatever, and then we start to die. And then from that point forward, you're just dying more and more every day. Well, we'll guess what? That's true, but it never used to be that way. It used to be you lived 200, 300, 500 years when you were ready to go to your next planet or your next whatever adventure. You transcended the body. It wasn't this, oh, you died. You told your family, you said, have a party for me because I'm going to leave now. And you prepared, you and your family would prepare. They'd have a send off party for you and you'd walk out of your body. It wasn't this, oh, we're going to bury you and have a funeral and everybody's going to wear black and cry. Mm -hmm. People are going to grieve and they're going to die. Why? Because once you left, you could still communicate with your family. So here's what's really cool is when you go to uh, 12 Strand and higher and you go to Crystalline, you get back all of the gifts that were stolen from us. You get clairaudience, clairvoyance, clairsentience, telecommute, telepathy, telekinesis which is how they built the pyramids they used tele- they moved objects with their minds that's how they built the pyramids yeah. the anunnaki did it they used their minds they moved they built these big spaceship pyramids you know that are big energy generators and they're also healing devices too they heal you they're energy generators they're spaceships they're everything so mm-hmm. they built they built these things We're going to have telepathy and telekinesis, teleportation. If I want to be in Paris, I just teleport myself. Who needs a freaking airplane? I'll just say, I'm going to go to Paris now. Bye. Teleport myself over there. Let's go. When when you're a higher density being and you're in a crystalline body, you are able to do all of these things. So that is why you want your DNA to go. Because as long as your DNA is at two strand, you're going to get sick. You're going to die. And it's going to be awful for you and your family. It's going to suck really bad. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it is. And there's a lot, there's a lot of things too, worse than death, like living shit, like living this way. If that timeline isn't something that you go into living in what's left, I love what your son said because that is so my attitude as well of just, okay, you reach a certain age and then it's death. It's just dying slowly. Like, and you see that in the workforce, just walk outside of your house. Mm -hmm. I was just talking the other day to my husband. How did we get to the point as human beings where we just watch atrocities happen and do nothing? And it's we been do happening nothing about since it. Yeshua. Yeah. yeah, it's been happening since Yeshua, where we see this awful thing happening. We could totally, we totally outnumber the forces that be and nothing happens. So the silent majority its the time to really rise up, which is why we're having this conversation. And yeah educating people. Yeah. Do you know, Meredith, that's
0: a good point about Yeshua. I never thought about that before. But if you think about this is the true with that history, that there were enough followers of him and enough people there. And compared to the number of soldiers, let's say there was five, 10 soldiers that were there whatever that were involved. Mm-hmm. The people way outnumbered the soldiers. They could have stopped that whole thing from happening. They could have told the soldiers, no, you're not going to kill this guy. We're going to kill you if you kill this guy. They could have done that. Did they stand up for him? No. Yeah. They just let him do it. They let them kill him. Yeah. They just stood by and they watched.
1: Yeah. Out of fear, out of not wanting to look weird or being politically incorrect or have these conversations, whether or not you agree with Kimberly or I, it's totally your prerogative. But having these conversations and thinking for yourself and going within And not being afraid of looking a certain way because you're speaking your truth. It's been Mm -hmm. humanity's lesson, really, ever, in my opinion, since that time, humanity's karma of like, okay, you guys need to learn this. (laughs) You guys need to learn how to, you need to learn and realize your own power, really.
0: Well, not just that, but the whole thing of not standing up and helping other people, that makes Mm -hmm. you a service to self person instead of service to others, because how a service to others. And we need to tell your audience, too, in order to ascend to the fifth density, you have to be 51 percent or more service to others. So what does that mean? That means when I go to the grocery store and I see a little old grandma lady going into the store and she's struggling, I open doors for her. I see sometimes little grandma ladies trying to reach stuff on the top shelf and I'm tall I'm five, six. And so I, I reach up and I grab stuff for them. I help people everywhere I go. If I see somebody in need, I reach out and help them. If I saw a mother beating her child in the mall, I'd call the police. I'd do something. OK, mm-hmm. I, I, I will not yeah. stand by and allow tyranny to happen. I'm all about yeah. divine justice and I'm all about helping people who are in need. And so the people who are going to ascend with us are going to be the people who care about others and actually take action. The people who sit around and do nothing and they let, and they sit and watch an old lady struggle, like all the a-holes that when I was a mama and I was pregnant with one baby and I was pushing another one in the stroller and I was trying to get in the door of the shopping mall, people would walk by me and just look at me and just keep on walking. Instead of helping me open the door, they could have helped me open the door because I was struggling. And and they yeah. didn't. Those people are narcissistic, service to self individuals. They will not be ascending. They will be going right. to another third density lockdown planet for twenty six thousand years. Right.
1: I mean, yeah. everyone's going to learn. Or you just do it over. Mm-hmm. That is like eventually, it all comes out in the wash. Mm-hmm. Which, as people start researching some of these things we're talking about today on their own, yeah. looking within themselves and. Learning about themselves ultimately. Right. The challenges that may arise from that. What would your advice be to someone that is curious about what we're talking about today and really just starting along this journey of ascension? Well,
0: number one, they should read my book because that's going to help them (laughs) tremendously. But I want to also give a shout out for other beings who have amazing information. So Dolores Cannon, who's not on this earth anymore, realistically, you need to go back and watch every video and read all her books because she was the first person to really start teaching about the Ascension and about all these things that are going on and about the different waves of light workers and star people coming into the planet and the Blu-ray star beings and all, because I'm a Blu-ray. There's these different people that she talks about and she talks all about the Ascension and what's going to happen and she explains everything really well. And so honestly, I would recommend, because that's how I learned about all a lot of this. I learned about it mm-hmm. because for the first person I learned it from was Yeshua. He explained it to me. He popped in and he said, the world is about to die and I'm resurrecting a new Shambala." And I was like, what the hell is a Shambala?" I had to go and look up the word and it meant kingdom of heaven. And he told wow. me that all the systems were going to collapse. The education system, the food system, the medical system, the financial system, the political system because they're all evil and they're all bad and that they're all going to collapse and that we were going to build heaven on earth. We we're going to build this heavenly earth. And I had to go look it up. And he's the one who gave me the book, the name for my book, Ascension 101. I actually wanted to name my book Classroom Earth, Making the Grade, because this is a big classroom. And he's, nope, you're not naming it that. You're going to call it Ascension 101 because people will understand what that is better. And the thing is that, After he told me, then I had to start doing, because I'm a researcher, I'm an avid researcher. Mm -hmm. So once I heard all this ascension, I'm like, what the heck? I got to go find out more about this. So then I started watching Dolores Cannon's stuff. Started watching all her her videos and everything. And that was after I wrote the book, because I wrote the book first. I was too busy writing the book to go research anything, because he was channeling all that information. Through me, but then once I wrote my book, I was I spent hundreds of hours watching Dolores Cannon videos and reading her stuff, and also following wow. Patricia Cota Robles at Era A Piece. I highly recommend that you all follow her videos, Era A Piece. It's on YouTube. There, her and Patricia, or I mean, her and Dolores would have been maybe the same age or the same group. They're all from what we call the first wave of light workers, the first wave that came in. They were people who'd be in their seventies, eighties, nineties now. Mm -hmm. they're the first ones that came in to transition our planet i'm a second waiver. my children would be third wave i guess you can say so my kids are 20s so they'd be like the third wave Um, and so you need to go follow patricia coderobel she's still alive dolores is not unfortunately but dolores's daughter has a page on facebook that she keeps up and she's continuing her work for her Dolores Cannon's daughter. She's continuing her work. She does videos, but that—that's realistically everybody should go follow those two individuals because they had the most sage wisdom about what's happening on the planet. Honestly,
1: yeah, yeah. just really extraordinary women. And we will definitely list all of these links. I'm gonna get with Kimberly and we'll list these links in the show notes so yeah. you guys can go check these out as well. Because yeah. it's absolutely part of the foundation we're in this world with other people for a reason yeah. it's there's many different paths to the same destination, and it's really that roundedness and that rich tapestry and exploring all of it that really gets you ultimately to your own truth, which is awesome. <laughs> so it's now my favorite time. It's our finale biohacking with art question: Are you ready <laughs> Am I ready or is other people ready? We're about to find out. So Kimberly, if you had to describe what you do with any art medium, how would you make it and what would you choose? Using art. Using art. Any art medium. And so it could be you- could it be music then? could be music because that's art too yeah because that's
0: because that's what i already do partially that's one of the things that i have videos on my youtube channel i sing and so for wow. me i do the most healing for people when i'm see- when i'm singing my voice i use my voice yeah. to heal people and yeah. so for me that would be The biggest thing is using my voice. I I write. I also write music. I write lyrics, and I create songs and tunes and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, but if it was art, if we're talking art, it would definitely be painting.
1: (laughs) Okay, okay, they could go together really. Yeah, because you can really. Feel and see sound. At least I can listening to the music and certain colors and certain fluidities. So yeah, definitely get that reference.
0: Yeah, the colors and everything go with the mood and the feeling. You can actually Mm -hmm. channel all of your emotional energies and all of your spiritual energies through a paintbrush onto a canvas quite beautifully. Just like this picture behind me, that was created by an artist named Nell Bliss, who's out of the UK, and that's a picture of Mary Magdalene, and that's actually what she really looked like, by the way. She actually looked like that. In fact, I had seen hundreds of pictures on the internet of her and none of them looked anything like her at all. I was really pissed. And then because I was there with them in that lifetime, so I know what they look like, they really look like. And so when I saw that picture, I started crying my eyes out and then I didn't even know this lady and I sent her a message and I'm like, how the heck did you know that that's what she looked like? Because she was there. She knew her too and she remembered what she looked like. So she painted what she looked like. And she's a good enough artist wow. to do
1: that. Yeah. Gorgeous. I love the colors in that and the richness. You can really feel it too mm-hmm. in the palette. I mean, it's all connected, the chakras and the color wheel, you know, what's complementary. For instance, like sacral orange and then your throat is blue and those are complementary on the color right. wheel, meaning they're opposite. And They make your eyes kind of vibrate or your pupils vibrate looking at them. They to go yeah. together. So, of course, doing craniosacral therapy or having issues with the pelvic floor, you would have issues with your voice, with your throat. It's all connected. And I find yeah, that so interesting. You can feel it too in certain paintings like that one.
0: Yeah. Craniosacral therapy is really important, especially if you're having issues with your neck, your back, your pelvis, like you said, any mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff. Absolutely.
1: And if you have throat chakra blockages, you're not going to be able to sing. Right. Right. God, this has been coming up so much, just the healing power of sound. So glad you brought that up. And there are actually, it's almost like every single spiritual teacher that I know, most of them do have an interest in singing or writing music. I definitely write all the time. I write every day. So I totally understand that. But just like the rhythm And you can really, things are really amped up now. (laughs) (laughs) Which also, Mary Magdalene, I just wanted to say, walking, guys, walking with Yeshua and Mary Magdalene, go get, go, go contact Kimberly because you have to contact her to read this book. Extraordinary. I am currently reading, it's different than any other book that I've read because I'm really I'm different with it because I'm really taking my time. It's really sinking in and really just like absorbing. Very similar to that painting. Just very rich. And it's awesome. So I just wanted to definitely throw that in there because I know you have so much work out there. But from my experience, wow, what a gift. That book. For sure. Thank you.
0: I never even thought I was going to write a third book. I just it was just they basically told me we want our real story out there. We're sick and tired of the lies. The truth needs
1: to come out. Yeah. Yeah. It's been such a freaking privilege to chat with you today. And I know we talked about your website a little bit, YouTube, all this other stuff, but tell us just, and we're going to link to all this in the show notes. Tell everybody where you're at mainly, where they can find you and learn more about your work.
0: My Okay. So two places are the best. Well, actually three. So my website, spiritualgrowthjourneys.com, my YouTube channel, Spiritual Growth Journeys, and my Rumble channel, Spiritual Growth Journeys. So I'm getting black, what do they call blackballed or whatever, shadow banned on YouTube because I'm putting a lot of truth out there. We talk about all kinds of subjects that they don't want us talking about on my channel. And so I've had videos removed by them and everything. So now Mm -hmm. I have a Rumble channel too, because the Rumble channel, everything that's on the YouTube goes on the Rumble, but then I have ones just on Rumble that are not on YouTube because they're really controversial and they won't allow them on there. And so that's a big place to find if you want free teaching from me. I mean, I've got 140 videos or something on YouTube that are all educational about all the stuff we're talking about and different topics. You can just go read all the topics and I have guests on that are friends of mine. I'm not an interviewer. I don't interview people. I will have friends of mine on that I collaborate with and we'll have a conversation, but Mm -hmm. I don't bring on people to interview them. It's not what I do. It's not my thing, but I do have a lot of people on there that share their expertise and we just cover all kinds of subjects. I have a private group on Facebook called spiritual growth journeys. You can request to join the group. And I have 4,000 people almost in that group, and we have a fun time posting all kinds of spiritual goodness in there. So, those are the best places to find me. And my website again is Spiritual Growth Journeys. Everything I do is always called Spiritual Growth Journey. So that way, people can always find me wherever they look.
1: (laughs) Sweet. It is a journey. (laughs) Yeah. A journey of growth. Well, I hope everyone is able to take something extraordinary away from this tremendous conversation Kimberly and I have had today to help them go out there, face their shit, therefore healing themselves. And remember, as always, the truth will set you free. We will see you all next time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. If you liked this episode or you think this show would be useful for someone else, the best way you can show your support is to share it on your social media outlets with family and friends, or subscribe with the link below to receive exclusive products. And if you're feeling really generous, please leave a review on podchaser.com, YouTube, or Apple Podcasts, and pick up a signed copy of my book about how I healed myself from endometriosis on my Instagram, at Meredith W. Ochoa. Thank you so much for listening and for having the bravery to face your shit and heal yourself.